The Circle, a novel by Ed Adams. Missed calls. Claire couldn't believe it. She'd headed downstairs to check with the front desk in case Bigsy had left a message. That was precisely when he called her room. She had missed him. In a way, she was still relieved. He'd got into a scrape already with Chuck but at least was in communication and making a plan for what they needed to do next. Unfortunately, it blew a hole in the repeat spot treatment idea. The message from Big C was very short. Claire knew this meant he was trying not to give too much away. She assumed it was a payphone. The message was clear enough, though. Get back to the airport with the car and meet Big C and Chuck at the departure check-in. It was very short, and she knew that Bixie was trying to avoid giving too much information away. Claire looked at her watch, which was now on American time. She had about six hours. Include an hour to get to the airport. Two hours to wait. Maximum. She hurriedly packed her own items and carried her bag to Bixie's room. Then she scooped the few items of Bixie's into his bag and using her bag as a support wheeled both bags to the elevator. She wondered whether to check out but decided it might be better to leave the option to return to the hotel open. Also, if she was being watched, it would help keep any followers off guard. At the valet area she explained that she was with Bigsy from room 317 and that she was getting the car brought around. No, she didn't have his ticket, but she had the other car key as proof. Bigsy Mr. Carter was out, and she was going to pick him up. The valet hurried away to get the car and a few minutes later the luggage was loaded, and she was on the road. It was only about 35 minutes to the airport, but she'd allowed more time because of the chances of getting lost on the way. Although she had navigated for Bixie when they had driven to the hotel, she had expected it to be tougher going back. It was simpler because she soon picked up the road signs towards the airport and then towards the terminal car parks. She moved the vehicle into a short-stay bay in the pickup area close to the terminal and crossed to the arrivals level in the terminal. She looked around as she did this, but then crossed via the escalators to the departure-level check-in. It was busy with people, and a few security people in uniforms. Nothing out of the ordinary. She spotted a small coffee shop in a corner and, after buying a newspaper, headed to the area and sat with a tall latte waiting for Bixi to show. She was sure that he would arrive around two hours before the flight time, so she probably had less than an hour to wait. She sipped at the latte. Claire felt somewhat cut off from the action but decided it would be even worse for Jake. She called him to bring him up to date. Jake's mobile was ringing. Hi, Jake began Claire. Claire he answered, it's about time I heard from you. Are you still in the US? You bet, how did your weekend go? with the family? Don't ask, they were keen to hear what I was doing. I'm sure they think I'm selling drugs or something. How did you get on? Well, we arrived at the hotel, both of us tired from the flight. I went to bed. Big C had a drink. I think he ran into Chuck. They've gone somewhere now. I don't know what has been happening during today, but I'm sure that Big C will try to make contact this evening. We'd agreed to have a day to chill before we met Chuck, I can only guess that Bixie ran into Chuck in the bar yesterday or something. Aren't you concerned asked Jake. Not yet said Claire, but monitor the comms. 
I'm certain that Big C won't want to use too many phone calls or ways to trace or link us all together. Look, I'll call you as soon as anything develops. Meanwhile, I'll keep you updated via that Stickies app that Big C has put onto all of our phones and laptops. Music